Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast, creating pathways, connecting people to Christ, to others, to purpose. Hey, welcome to the Christway Connect podcast. We are excited to uh, be closing in on the end of calendar year 2022. Delhi yeah. is in studio with me today. Just the two of us, Brother. man. Yeah. Um, working our way through the mm-hmm. small books. <laughs> yeah. Right. The books that we can cover yes. all in yeah, one podcast. Right, right, right. <laughs> the whole book. Uh, today we are in First uh, John, so uh, uh, mm-hmm. love. Yeah. Okay, so thank you for joining us today. <laughs> and it's like really right. That's, that's it. it right? Yeah. So all about love, and uh, we like to say, as you've heard many times, if you've listened to us any at all, Jesus is the way. Everything else is a conversation, and. I think a lot of that foundation of everything else as a conversation is built on a foundation of love first. Mm-hmm. First you first you love and then all these other things fall out. Yeah. Right? You first you love, you love Jesus and then you keep his commandments. Yeah. Right? Yep. Uh you love others uh and you can you'll pray for them. You in mm-hmm. fact we're in a series right now where um Sunday I was talking about, you know, you can say you love God, but I wasn't the first one to say it, but yeah. John said if you don't love others, you're kidding yourself. Yeah, right? it even says you're, you're a liar, right? Like even, even I was being har- nice. You're being nice, it. Someone, but it, I mean, it says liar, and that's that's yeah. a little harsh. But um, I, I think way even well, you missed something for sure. Yeah, you definitely missed the the point. And uh, if lo- love, I mean, it drives us to do things, right? Like that's what you're saying. Like we obey his commands. It loves us. We we're able to bring things into the light because of his love, because we yeah. can trust not him. Afraid. Yeah, we're not afraid. We can walk in that. Um, yeah, I think that's, I mean, it's the driving factor behind everything we do as a Christian, really. Well, it should be. Yeah, it should be, yeah. Yeah, there are many other things like uh, just the pressure, identity, and and, and, and and the identity from the wrong spaces. Mm-hmm. Like, where is my identity? What is my identity coming from? Where is it coming from? Yeah. Um, what's the measure? Mm-hmm. And um, on Sunday, I mentioned love is the one thing. Mm-hmm. So not to re-preach the message, but I talked mm-hmm. about helping Chip succeed by thinking of one thing. Think of this one thing, and if you'll just turn around before you walk out of the room, look and see what's left out, mm-hmm. what drawer is open, what light is on, you know, all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Just stop that one thing. All I have to do is remember one thing. Mm-hmm. And so the, what struck me is... I really believe love is that one thing mm-hmm. that if I default to that, Andy Stanley is a guy I heard say it, what does love require of me in this situation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I'm in that space, so there's a couple of things here I think we can talk about today. One is, so, um, you know, you know this, but I wrote a, uh, I'm a big fan of freedom. Mm-hmm. And so before I even could have articulated what was going on, I wrote two books back to back years mm-hmm. and I didn't realize they were sequels. And one is about the freedom I get when I give forgiveness. Mm. And then the next year, I thought I was writing something totally different, and someone actually told me, oh, no, 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 that's the freedom when you, when you receive forgiveness. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> the freedom that I get when I give it, forgiveness. Mm. The freedom that I get when I receive it. This is about love. Mm-hmm. Love that I give, for mm-hmm. sure. Love mm-hmm. others, and I'll pray for others. and I'll, But love that I... Receive, receive, yeah, yeah, that Mm -hmm. frankly, not everybody's super good at that. 
Yeah. I mean, he even says it here in the in the first sentence of chapter three, right? Like, see what great love the Father has lavished on us. Yeah. That's it's not that he gave it to me and I and I am now reciprocating it back to him. It's just he he's he's dumping a bucket of love onto you, yeah. right? Like he's lavished it on you. And so it's just out of this pure gift, right? Like it's just given. Just given. Yeah, I certainly you. haven't memorized chapter three, mm-hmm. but uh, I am familiar with the first verse. And as mm-hmm. as I was thinking about the podcast today, I knew we'd be in chapter three. Uh-huh. I thought, uh, how great is the Father's love that He has? And the word that I'd memorized as a kid was lavished on us. Yeah, yeah. And lavish. And I began to think about mm-hmm. how long we could just simply talk and meditate on that word <laughs> on what that actually yeah and maybe we should like what that means like not just uh okay lo- i love you yeah love you love mm-hmm. love you love you no 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 uh john felt it important to say not just that he loved us mm-hmm. not just that he put his life out for us right love mm-hmm. on the line uh lavished yeah when you lavish gifts on someone they just never stop. In a in a uh, a relationship, a dating, courting, romantic relationship, possibly one person just lavishes gifts on the other. We talk about love languages, uh, quality time and physical touch and acts of service, and gifts is one of those. And you just lavish. Gifts, the love that of all the things mm-hmm. that he could pour on us. Yeah. Is that the thing that changes us the most? Mm-hmm. And I think, I think when coupled with frankly how jacked up we can be, mm. that's when love is really powerful. Yeah. Right? Jesus says, You love those who are good to you, you love those who love you, big deal. Yeah. There's even people that don't believe in me that do that, right? Yeah. And when you love someone that doesn't love you and flip side, right? We're talking about both those things, not just the love you give, but the love you receive. Mm-hmm. The power of love when I know I have blown it. Mm-hmm. I've squandered his grace. I'm unworthy, like not just kind of unworthy, not just human unworthy, mm-hmm. but how about living for God all these years and you still have something or you still, frankly, screw up, mm. and it's just royal. Yeah. And he still loves you. Yeah. I think about, um, the, I mean, the prodigal son, right? He's. I think about the lavish, this this picture that he's painting yeah. of being lavished with love. I mean, he's takes the money, squander like squanders it. I, I don't. I. I you're Not dead to that. me. De- yeah. yeah. You're dead you're, to me. That's how he got his inheritance. Yeah. You're. De- you're I dead call to you me. dead I'm, to me. And I'm. And I'm going to leave. And I'm going to do what I want. And and then coming to the realization of man, I have I've messed this up. I've royally screwed <laughs> screwed this up. And yeah. how he comes back and he's seen from a distance, runs down to see him, yeah. wraps him, and I'm thinking this is the lavishing that I'm thinking about. Yeah. Just being just yeah. engulfed in this uh you I see don't, that papa bear hug, right? Yeah, just wrap the yeah. kid up. Like throw a ring on him. We're gonna throw a festival. We're gonna it's the fact that I think about he God he he's such a good father that he he wants yes he wants to fix the things that we've done wrong but he also wants to bring us in closer than when that we think that we should be like actually you've messed up I'm actually going to keep you out here in the 
in the in the stables. <laughs> it, it's you know you're still I'm still saved. I still have shelter. But no, no, we're we're not going to keep you on the shelter uh, on the stables. We're gonna we're gonna bring you in. We're gonna throw a party. We're gonna put rings on you and and lavish you with with something that you, you don't even really deserve. And that's so undeserving. Yeah. And and in case you were wondering how undeserving it is, the older brother who had done well was mm-hmm. so ticked off. Yeah. <laughs> because it was so unfair, mm-hmm. so inequitable, right? Yeah in our minds of this is what I deserve, this is what I've been doing to deserve. What mm-hmm. a great story. Yeah. And so, so I mean, maybe everyone knows this. Uh, Jesus is telling this story to the religious, mm-hmm. to religious leaders. Mm-hmm. And he's not, I don't know that he's telling it to the down and outer, like he was in the red light district of the yeah. city telling the story. To the lost. Who are, yeah. I, he's telling mm-hmm. it to the religious leaders. The story's not over when the boy comes back. Mm-hmm. The story is still... There's still a whole rising conflict yeah, in the story. Yeah. Like, that's like halfway through the hour show, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The boy comes back and you break for commercial. Mm-hmm. There's a whole other thing yeah. about the brother with his expectation of how I earn love. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the punchline of the story. Mm-hmm. How I earn love, and he's like, "Whoa, man! I've been with you here the whole time. Like, you, I've been loving you, and you haven't even been able to receive it." Yeah, yeah. All the years that you've stayed while he was out being rowdy, mm-hmm. you stayed and and still didn't feel loved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> in the house of God. Mm-hmm. We're in the presence of the Lord. We're in the house of God. And we may not feel loved. And I I don't think any of us would do that to ourselves on purpose. I think we clearly something in our paradigm is off. Yeah. Yep. Like this is what I need to do so you'll love me. If I follow these commands. And I think that's what really, even when Jesus shows up, all the people that were trying to bring the kingdom, because they knew there was something inequitable about it, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're God's people and we're servants. We're slaves to the Romans. And we had liberty. We could walk around and stuff. We weren't in chains, but we were in social and political slavery. Mm-hmm. And that's not right. So we must have offended God. Mm-hmm. And so now we're going to try all these ways to earn his Love, yeah. which is just a different expression of keeping all the commands and works-based everything, right? Mm-hmm. And Jesus is like, no, like I wanted. And he said, he looks at Jerusalem and he says, like a like a hen gathers her baby, baby chicks, chicks yeah. I wanted to gather you. Mm-hmm. So it's not God that wasn't in the game. Mm-hmm. Jesus wants to gather. How many yeah. times do you think that happens in a in a church? <laughs> yep, yep. I'm wanting to gather you. Mm-hmm. People are sitting there. And they're just not letting him. Yeah. What do you What do you think gets dropping in the way? their guard? Yeah, I was gonna say, what do you think gets in the way of that? I don't know. You know what's interesting to me? What strikes me first of all, a couple things: shame could get in the way. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just flat unworthy because my failure has become identity. Yeah. And then pride can get. In I was the gonna way. say pride probably too. Yeah. yeah. But pride can actually mask itself even as. Uh, self-abasement, mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm nothing, you know, and really there's this edge, I don't know, it's messy, right? Yeah. It, I, <laughs> I do know this, you don't, have, you don't have to do it. Yeah. And when the Lord hugs us, we can just let him hug us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's like a belief aspect in there too, like that trust, belief, like is, am I, do it, can I really believe this? Is it, is it that Well, the easy? older brother is ticked yeah. off because he thought he was, he's like, I'm, I'm more worthy than he is. Mm-hmm yet was struggling to do all the right things because he felt unworthy. Yeah, yeah. I'm more, worthy than, I'm more worthy than he is, Yeah. yet I'm still not letting you love me because I don't think I'm worthy. Yeah. 
Well, let's just cut to the chase. Who's worthy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Either one of them? We used to do a thing, like, <laughs> and I just think it was taught wrong. It was Corinthians 11, and it talked about communion and the Lord's Supper and all those things. Mm-hmm. Paul says, because you've done this unworthy, mm-hmm. you know, you've, you've unworthily, you know, you do, well, who's not, who's, who's worthy? Mm-hmm. Nobody's, we're all unworthy mm-hmm. <laughs> right? in the world. Mm-hmm. It's not like you, I'll repent and get worthy. Mm-hmm. I, when I repent, I'm unworthy. Repent is simply turning. When I turn to him, I'm unworthy. Mm-hmm. He makes me worthy. Doesn't it say, how great is the love the Father lavished on us, that we should be called mm-hmm. children of God. We're children of God because he loves us. I mean, you know, what did my kids do to become my kids? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. What do they do? Nothing. No, they need to pick. No, they, we love them. You have biological children. I'm an adoptive father. Mm-hmm. Well, we love them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we love them. We used to tell Sissy, we tell Chip too, we love you because you exist. Yep. Why do you love us? Because <laughs> you're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we love you because you exist. Mm-hmm. What a breakthrough for for so many people that will come to church this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a breakthrough to just simply go, you know why I'm loved? You know why I'm a son of God? Because he loves me. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. Nothing more. Nothing it's more. not yeah. even he loves me because I'm a son of God. This says he, I'm a son of God because he loves because me. Because he loves me, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's lavished this love that we should be called children of God. Mm-hmm. That's a flip of the script. I'm a son of God because he loves me. Yeah. I'm not loved because I'm a son of God. Mm-hmm. And I, I even he think, just loves me. Yeah, I even think that not li- not even going past, uh, again, what what is it that he's loving me into? Is it just like, oh, he's loving me, and uh, I thank you for that, like, and stopping there. I think even thinking about the fact that he even says that we are children of God. Like, he, <laughs> I think just even thinking about that, like, it's not just... It's not just this one little instance. It's just he's he's bringing you so close to him, like that you are, that you literally yeah. are his his yeah. child. Like, and that's what I think. Sometimes we can we can kind of just glaze over that a little bit of like, well, yeah, you know, you're you're welcome in my house, but but you don't don't touch anything. You can stay <laughs> here, right? It, it, like, uh, don't uh, don't go into this part of my house. No, it's like, I think I think you've told the story before, like. Uh, a prince and a, and a king or something like that. And they, yeah, they're not yeah, walking yeah, up to yeah. the king saying like, Hey, sir, you know, king bowing and w- would you please be, no, they're running in there like dad, <laughs> yeah, dad. And the prince and his dad. Yeah. Like it's not, I, I don't know. I just think about that. And I think sometimes we can get lost in that of man. I, I'm actually a, a child of this king of this God who is so vast that he wants to draw me in and graft me into this new family that is, is not like anything I've ever imagined. So, um, and I don't know. I could probably refer to the woman at the well scene, regardless of what podcast we're talking about. It doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> even matter. It doesn't even matter. Any any holiday, any day of the week. <laughs> what I what I have become so fascinated by in that story, um, my realization that the woman said clearly. The scripture says that that she says, "What are you a Jew?" doing talking to me a Samaritan. Mm-hmm. She knows the rules. Yeah. The boundaries. She knows who's mm-hmm. supposed who he's supposed to be talking to and who he's not supposed mm-hmm. to be. 
And Jesus certainly does. And the disciples did too, because they came back and they're like, what's he doing talking to her? Mm-hmm. They didn't say it, but they thought it. That's, that's important. Like we recognize the rules, but do we recognize that when we're sons and daughters, mm-hmm. we have access? Yeah. Regardless of what our family tree taught us, mm-hmm. regardless of what kind of, of even even availability that our parents might have had. They might have been using substances and been unavailable. They might have been working just crazy hours and been unavailable. They might have been a single parent having to work that many hours mm-hmm. just to keep just, lights on, yeah. food, but still unavailable. Maybe I mean, mm-hmm. I bow to single parents. Mm-hmm. Like two-parent home parenting is yeah, brutal. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the whole idea of changing and realizing that I am a son and I have access. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this week, Thanksgiving week, uh, Emma, my oldest daughter, so Emma is, is uh, home. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to Arnick the other day, and, and Nevaeh's hanging around the house there. They're on break too, right? Mm-hmm. So our, our freshman and college daughters are home. <laughs> And we're both commiserating about these little stories, you know. And, and I said, so I'm sitting there. Sis comes home, drove home from Birmingham, long drive, gets in late. I'm sitting in a chair. She's grabbing something to eat, talking to her mother. She comes over and she sits on my, on my leg, mm-hmm. sits on my lap, and, and just sits there and, and just sits and starts talking to her mom. And she's like, Dad, it's okay. Now, you know, she sat on my left leg, which is this sciatic nerve yeah. leg, right? <laughs> Painful leg. Oh, psh, doesn't matter. I mean, the thing could be on fire, bleeding, bleeding into the floor. I'm like, no, we're, we're fine, fine, dear. We're fine. Yeah. It, it, frankly, I'm going to cherish this moment Frankly, right now. it didn't hurt. Yeah. But I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you, as a dad, mm-hmm. you need to hear this. You need to listen. As a dad, your grown daughter wants to sit by you, mm-hmm. or I'm sitting in the chair, and she just kind of sits on my lap, just keeps talking to her mama. You don't breathe. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, oh, oh my God. Yeah. And Arnick said the same thing. He was doing something in the veil, like plopped down next to him and leaned against him. He's like, yeah, and you don't breathe. Yeah. You just don't make any sudden movements. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so we soak that in, mm-hmm. right? I held Emma one time, I don't know, feels like she was six years old, seven years old. And seven is pretty big to be in your arm, right? Mm-hmm. But it was Father's Day or something, and mm-hmm. I picked up the six or seven-year-old. And I'm holding her, and I thought, oh, the number of times I've been able to hold her in the past mm-hmm. compared to the number of times I'll be able to hold her in the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a rough father's moment right there. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh. Yeah. Now, I say that because I just frankly believe I got that from somewhere. Mm. Aren't it got it? I got it. Mm-hmm. You'll have it. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, our father mm-hmm. has got to feel that way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. About us. We got, we're made in his image. We got that from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I say that because I think it will be paradigm shifting mm-hmm. for people to recognize that when we come to him, not with problems or anything, just come to him. Mm-hmm. How. God of the universe has to, God that is Father, yeah. has to just stop, just pause, almost hold his breath, yeah. and just mm-hmm. go, I love this moment with mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm thinking of the shack mm-hmm. and the, the tattoo you have. Mm-hmm. He looks at him, and he, or he, Papa, mm-hmm. Octavia Spencer, right? <laughs> looks at, at uh, Mac and says, Oh, I'm especially fond of you. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then Mac, and I, I just watched it recently. I forgot mm-hmm. this. Mac says, is there anybody that you're not especially fond of? Yeah. She says, well, I can't, can't quite recall anyone right now. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And to realize I, that's so helpful for me because mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. that it stops my breathing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it fills my heart instantly. And what, what is she doing? She's not even she's, talking to me. She not, just said, she's not even there. doing anything, <laughs> she man. There. She's talking to her mama, but she wants, you know what? She wants to be near me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's the way that, that's the posture we need. We need to try to like, let believe. ourselves be in and believe. and believe in that. Yeah. Like just to be in his he presence, to sit at his feet. Me yeah. being right yeah. here. Mm-hmm. And I forget how it's written, but with Mary and Martha, the sisters, Lazarus's sisters, Jesus looks at Martha, who's busy working for him. Mm-hmm. And he says, Mary has chosen. And I can't remember if he said the good thing or yeah. the the right, something like that, mm-hmm. right? Mary has chosen the good thing. Mm-hmm. Just sitting. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, again, she's just not, it's not doing anything, just, just listening. Being. Just being. Yeah, just listening and being. So this whole idea yeah. that he's lavished his love on us, awesome. Mm-hmm. Will we let him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the question, right? <laughs> will we let him? And will we uh, accept it and, and remind ourselves that? I think and that's a daily thing. It's daily. And I think, too, it's important to, to recognize, kind of hit it right in the face, is possibly you haven't been loved, mm-hmm. and that would be true. Possibly you haven't been loved well, mm-hmm. and that would be true. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean you're unlovable. Yeah. Michael W. Smith, and this is, I don't know how many years ago, 20 years ago probably, the, the song is called Never Been Unloved, mm. and it's really, really brilliantly written. It's... I have been unfaithful, and I have been unkind, and I have been all these un-things that mm-hmm. I have been. I've been undone, and all, you know, but I've never been unloved. Mm. <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's simple, simple little guitar rhythm, but I have been all these things. Mm. I've been unapproachable. Mm-hmm. I've been just on and on and on, but I've never been unloved. Yeah. Yeah. And for that to flow over us and... Uh, as we think of this Thanksgiving week, like tomorrow being Thanksgiving, being thankful for that, mm-hmm. grateful that I have not been loved well. Others have not loved me. Mm-hmm. Folks that should have loved me have not loved me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that can skew the perception that we have of the Father's love for us. Yeah. But that's why we have the Word of God. Yeah, yeah. To realign us to that. To realign us and tell us, like, what is true and what is going on. You were telling me earlier that you remember teaching this stuff Mm -hmm. to the kids. Yeah. Yeah, there was a a video that we did when, uh, I think it was prior to COVID even, um, when we were downstairs. And just this reoccurring, uh, it was a a Phil Vischer uh, spinoff, not not a, was it VeggieTales? Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry, I didn't grow up with that yeah. stuff, so I don't, <laughs> I don't know, but it You're was a freak. spinoff, uh, a cartoon, uh, and and Phil Vischer is just going on, just on and on in, in this, for, it goes through Hall of First John, and just going on and on about how it comes back to light and God's love, and light and God's love, and just comes back, it's just kind of this circular thing that just keeps hitting back, and how John is... Just one, he's loving them. I think even at the beginning of each of these sections, it says like, "Dear children, yeah. dear friends, yeah. dear children, dear friends." Um, 
And he's just trying to express this. Um, again, like what we were talking about is this love and being in the light and how the, his love draws us to be able to be in the light. Um, to I think in 1 John chapter 1, it says being in the light and it purifies us. It, it even says like... If you don't, if you think that you don't have any sin, you're wrong because you do. Yeah. <laughs> but his, but being in the light and staying in the light. What a connection between the two, right? Yeah, yeah. Because for many people, as you said it earlier, I'm thinking light is not something that I want right now. Mm-hmm. I'm it, not. Doing that actually great. makes me more guilty. I think. Yes, that's, what people that's think, right, right. That's right. Being in the light I don't makes need me to be, more guilty. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> less, less lovable. Yeah, less lovable. Right. You'll see my failures. You'll see my flaws. You'll wow. see the nicks. How, how, and yet he brings light and love together. Yeah. So that's where freedom is, mm-hmm. right? Is Light that I and belonging. Mm-hmm. Like I can be who I am really, mm-hmm. fully me, really. Yeah. And that's the beauty of the gospel. Jesus' righteousness is not goodness, mm-hmm. it's innocence. Mm-hmm. And I need innocence because I need innocence because I don't have it. Mm -hmm. And so to have the juxtaposition of light and love. Yeah. I'm bringing both of those. And I as many of us would go, well, I'm not interested in the light part. Because if you see me in the light, you won't love me. How many times have yeah. we heard that? If you, if you, if you, if you knew who knew I was, mm-hmm. yeah. If you actually knew me, if you actually knew what I, what I said, what I've what done, I did, did yeah. past. If you actually, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I gotta, I gotta read this. I had to bring it, come back to it. So, first, first chapter of First John. This is the message, message we have heard from him and declare to you: God is light. In him there is no, no darkness. darkness at all. And if we claim to have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie. Don't have the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. The blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us of all sin. That's right. And then if we claim to be without sin, we're deceiving ourselves, yeah. right? So, I, and, and I think that ties right into this chapter. So right? to go into the dark yeah. and act like it's not there, you might as well just acknowledge it. Yeah, you might as well just acknowledge it. Because he even talks, I think it even throws us off because it's talking about in this chapter of being God's children and sin and all those things, but it's it's all coming back to this that you've heard in the beginning. I can't remember if it's uh, step... I feel like it's step six in the 12 steps. Mm-hmm. One of those steps is you admit to God, yourself, and someone else the very nature of your wrongs mm-hmm. and things, right? So this admission in relationship to others. Mm-hmm. And I tell them, if you believe in God, which you should because that's step two and three, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't go to step four, five, six, if you didn't do two and three, right? Three, yeah. So whatever God may be for you, whatever it is, but you've got God, and then you admit to God, and if it's God, capital G God, that entity should already know. That's yeah. what makes them God, God. right? <laughs> right? So, so they know. So it's, I'm like, isn't that the safest one? Mm-hmm. To tell somebody about yourself that already knows anyway? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like to tell, and I, I, I tell them, I don't, I don't, I try not to set my kids up to lie. I see him take a cookie. I'm like, did you take that cookie? Like, I'm, I'm not, because no. Well, then I just sent him with the line. Yeah. I would say, hey, you took the cookie. Mm-hmm. Like, I see what happened. Yeah. I already know what happened. I don't have to ask the question. Like, I already know. God already knows. Yeah. That's the nature of being God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The word of God is quick and powerful and the discerner of thought and intent, right? Mm-hmm. Hebrews tell us. Thoughts and intents of the heart. Yeah. God knows. Mm-hmm. How much risk is there in bringing something into the light? It's already known. For somebody that already knows. Yeah. <laughs> which is a wonderful ramp up to then, then can I be honest with myself? Mm-hmm. Which I've got a little track record of being honest with God, now I can be honest with myself. Yeah. And then I can be honest with someone else. Mm-hmm. Bringing all that stuff into the light mm-hmm. and then c- 
coupling it, coupling it with that, yeah, with love, mm-hmm. right? And frankly, probably have to bring it into the light mm-hmm. in order to f- actually feel the full impact of love. Yeah, the full impact of love and the the wash over, the, the lavish wa- yeah. over you, and the lavish, yeah, like like wave. I feel like waves of an ocean. They just mm-hmm. his love hits you, mm-hmm. and it hits you again. Yeah. Totally feel the Holy Spirit. I'm saying mm-hmm. that hits you again, hits you again. Yeah. Just over and over. Mm -hmm. And you know who you are. And he knows who you are. And you're not trying to hide that. And by not hiding it, that actually lets you feel a greater impact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A a greater impact and free and and more and more pure in those in those instances. And I I would say that That makes you pure. Yeah, that that that's happened for me. Uh it I would I would say an instance was getting married to Kelly, right? Like, yes, uh I can express being loved to her, but then just being hit on marriage day, like just over and over yeah. and over of how, um, you're okay. This is, this is the purest that I've ever felt in my life. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. on the just wedding and white yeah. and, and talking and praying and yeah. becoming one. And I think about that with the father, like yeah. just being hit over and over, like confessing and sharing these things 100%. Over, over and over and over, man. It's I like, had that same feeling on yeah. my wedding day and, mm-hmm. and, uh, I was not, I did not have a history of white. Yeah, <laughs> same. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah. yeah, pure and white was not my story. Mm-hmm. And yet in that moment, mm-hmm. having been very honest, vulnerable, open, transparent, mm-hmm. authentic, loving and letting God love me, I, have, I felt so pure on that day. Yeah, yeah. Frankly, I've said it before, I felt like a redeemed virgin mm-hmm. standing there that day. I've told mm-hmm. that many times. Melinda's heard me say that many times. Yeah. I, that's what I felt like standing there on that day, redeemed, mm-hmm. absolutely clean, and white, yeah. purified. Mm-hmm. And I was not, yet I was, because the light was there and the yeah. love was there. That's right. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Man. Yeah, yeah. That's great, man. Well, dude, that's the fastest 30 minutes I've ever gone through <laughs> in my whole life. Yeah. That's awesome. How about praying over folks, yeah, blessing yeah. them mm-hmm. this Thanksgiving week? Oh, Lord. God, we thank you for <laughs> the gift that you've given us, this gift of love, um, that, and, and it's nothing that we've deserved. It's all that we've just sit at your feet, yeah. sit on your lap, sit in your arms, yeah. and just... Lavish on just, us. Yeah, just be lavished by your love. And um, I thank you for that gift. Um, thank, thank you, you for, for your it. life that you've given us for it. Um, Lord, you, you call us into that love and, and all that does is just makes us free. Lord, I pray for freedom, uh, over those that are listening today to step into this relationship that maybe they haven't had, maybe they haven't, um, fully released, uh, this grasp on their paradigm of who you are. But I, I pray that they, they get that renewed today, a revelation of who you are, um, a good father that wants to lavish love and, and call you a child of God. And uh, Lord, I pray that that drives us to <laughs> drives us to, to obey you more and be, obey you out of the love that we have for you. Um, it allows us to love you freely, yeah. to walk with you freely, to walk into the light and share things, confess things, because we know that you know. <laughs> we know that you know, and we know that you're still going to lavish your yeah. love on us. Um, so it, allow, I pray for, for no anxiousness, no fear, um, over who you are, uh, over them, over every person that's hearing. Um, and Lord, I pray that 
they feel that pureness. And I, I pray that they fear, feel that righteousness, that innocence, yeah. that they are justified um, right now in this space. Um, if all they're doing is just releasing their hands right now and, and receiving that love, that they are immediately justified yep. and made righteous. So, Lord, we thank you for your spirit. We thank you for it. In your name, Jesus, amen. 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 Beautiful. I hope you're encouraged by the love of God that we've, I mean, I am. Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, uplifted, strengthened, reminded, encouraged. A little bit of overcoming by the word of our testimony was happening there, right? So yeah, thank yeah. God for all that. <laughs> and this uh, Thanksgiving week, I uh, hope it's a, a blessed weekend for you all listening. Thank you for joining us today. And, and uh, among the many things that you may be thankful for, thankful for the love that God lavishes on us. Mm. Until next time, take care. Mm.